as we're going to continue into our lesson, Count It All Joy. <laughs> Count It All Joy. Count It All Joy. Turn to your neighbor and say, Count It All Joy. Count It All Joy. <laughs> Even through trials and tribulations, count it all joy. Amen, amen, and amen. We come to count it all joy. Uh, Mr. Jordan, can you do me a favor? I need you to assist me this morning. Come on, help me out. Count it all joy. Bishop has been teaching us to count it all joy. And in his absence, I want to thank him for allowing us to continue on. Amen. In his absence, we still can go on. How many know that it's God in us? Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Do me a favor. See that bag right there? Bring that bag and then those weights. Strengthen the moms. <laughs> he a little sore right now. Had his football game and they wanted to go after that star man. Try and take him out. <laughs> so these weights is a little heavy. Count it all joy. <laughs> he like he like, don't make me lift this up. <laughs> I don't have the strength right now. <laughs> uh my uncle, he used to um uh one of our um uh punishments. Wasn't a weight. It was um go ahead and that Bible over there. <laughs> One of those uh punishments was, you know, if we didn't go to bed like he told us to and go to sleep, he tell us to come out. He'd be laying in his bed watching his movies. And uh He'll say, give me that Bible. Yeah. Hold your hands out. <laughs> Stand on one leg. <laughs> and don't drop it. <laughs> when you drop it, you got to stand longer. <laughs> Keep that arm up. Like, oh. Not that high. This right, right there, right there. <laughs> Count it all joy. <laughs> Even when you're messing up, <laughs> that punishment come, boy. <laughs> you like you you gonna go to bed, you gonna learn real quick. Go to bed, go to bed. <laughs> but we're talking about counting it all joy. Uh, Bishop has been teaching us to count it all joy. And it's very important for us that when we're going through, that we're not seeing this as punishment from God. But knowing that these weights is building our strength. It's building endurance. And uh, I got another uh, helper today. You're free to go. <laughs> I got another helper today, and I, and I got her permission. I called her uh, on Friday. I said, Auntie Tracy, <laughs> I need you today. <laughs> I said, I want to get your permission before I call you out. I don't want to be like Bishop and just call you out. <laughs> and then you get punched. <laughs> we all know body trace, uh, tra body, 
body trace fit, you know. She's tough. <laughs> she look like she don't look like she got it, but she got it. <laughs> you don't want that hook. <laughs> Where Jalen at? What's up, Jalen? <laughs> Jalen is taking that class and uh, can I get a day off? No. Can we can we go easy? Easy? What's easy? Ain't nothing easy. There's nothing easy. So in this walk, we're gonna have struggles. We're gonna have trials. We're gonna have tribulations. But it's working something in us. Right? It's working something in us. Um I have a mantra. The mantra is a statement or slogan repeated frequently. A mantra is a statement or slogan repeated frequently. Frequently, My mantra has been to always thank God for the struggle. And some people say, why, why? I thank God for the struggles. The storms in my life and tribulations the flesh will begin to believe that he has done it or made it in life without God. So we got to be careful about this flesh. And the word tells us to crucify it daily. Count it dead. Count it dead. Now, uh, you, you may believe it, may not believe it, but back in the day, I did have a six-pack. I had a real six-pack. <laughs> Have my shoulders buffed up, you know. <laughs> I had an instance where uh, I, I, I was kind of like that bully in the house, and Fred went off to the service, and he came back, and I was in his face, and he said, step back, bro. I said, no, what's up? And I kept chopping it up. And that one day, he picked me up. He literally picked me up. I said, put me down. But now I'm thinking like, <laughs> don't do it. And he dropped me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that one day he waxed me. He waxed me. Auntie Tracy, I went to the weight room. I said, never again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> Will you or anybody else pick me up or handle me like that, I went into the weight room <laughs> and I busted hard, busted hard. <laughs> Hit that Roman chair, got my six pack, <laughs> got stronger. It hurt it. There was pain. There was endurance, but I had to do it. Because if I'm going to get in this fight again, <laughs> I got something for you. <laughs> So in this, in this walk, we are fighting the good fight of faith. The enemy is going around as a lion, roaring, seeking whom he may devour. And let me just say something. We are a community. Forsake not the assembling of ourselves, right? So when we gather, we're strengthening each other. So when God is laying someone on your heart who you have not seen in a while, go get them. Call them, bring them back. So if you ever watch the animal kingdom, it's that one that then wandered off from the pack. He then wandered off from the pack and they're lying. Or oh, that bear, tiger, whoever, 
whoever it is. He's just looking at him like, come a little closer. Come a little closer. And he pounced. And now the herd is just looking like, oh, what happened? We can't allow the enemy to pick us off one by one. He wants to isolate us. So in our struggles, in our, in our trials and tribulations, in these battles, in our minds, he wants to isolate us. And this world has called us to teach us to, come on, just internalize this. No, no, there's a place that we have to talk about this. We got to talk about this. We got to talk to the Lord and talk to our brothers and sisters that we encourage. Iron sharpens iron, right? And he also tells us to esteem brothers higher than ourselves. That's why we got to work this flesh out. We got to put it down. We got to subject it. So the enemy was trying to isolate us. He's trying to separate us so that he can pick us off. And while we're in our struggle, while we're in our walk, the enemy is talking to you. And one of the things I've said to my wife, you love me? Girl, you know I love you. Tell that devil to shut up. Tell that devil to shut up. Guess what? He can't tell the truth. He's a liar. There is no truth in Satan. He's a liar. So whatever he says, he's a liar. He's a copycat. He's a deceiver. That's what the word says. He's a deceiver. He can't tell you the truth. But the word of God does. So that's why it's important for us to study his word. To hide his word in our heart that will not sin against God important and it's important for us to understand the struggles that we go through the trials and tribulations that we're facing it's for not only your good but for somebody else's good so I say my mantra is that I thank God for my struggles for my trials and my tribulations and I'll, and I'll take dive down just a little bit further growing up we had to share everything. Share your bologna. <laughs> share your ham sandwich. <laughs> share your clothes. And auntie and my wife can understand this. <laughs> my wife bought me something, and uh, I let my brother wear it, and my wife's like, ain't, ain't that that sweat up? Yeah, that's my brother. She looking like, Okay, brother. I'm like, we sh this, this is how we grew up. We had to share. We had to share shoes, the pants, <laughs> as we say, the hand-me-downs. That was part of my struggle. So it was ingrained in me. Now I'm going to share. <laughs> Auntie Jeannie said, ain't that? <laughs> That's something in our family. <laughs> they like, okay. <laughs> I'll say That's okay. <laughs> Wear each other clothes. <laughs> they like, nah. <laughs> okay, so I had to understand my struggle <laughs> and, and ask God to help me come out of it. Help me see it and grow. All right, so brother, I'm going to buy you a sweater. 
So, so in my struggle, I learned how to even gain and to give. So some things we, we think is good for us and we think that's normal, it's dysfunctional. Okay. I am a firm believer that God is a, is a keeper. I believe that there was a part of me dead when I rededicated my life to Christ a long, long time ago. And it wasn't until some words or some actions were said against me that my flesh began to rage. My flesh began to rage. And so when we talk about crucifying the flesh, we consider it dead. And I consider this part of me dead. But the words that were said into me, said to me, brought something to life. And I said, I, I, I don't know who this person is. I, I called my brothers and I said, hey, it's going down. Don't come. I'm just giving you a heads up. Don't come. My wife looking at me like, what's wrong? Is you, is you okay? No. I called another brother. I said, pray for me. I'm on the ledge. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do, and it ain't right. It's not right. And I know where I am. Pray for me. And he didn't ask questions. Well, what what you do? He just began to pray and intercede. And we, we need these people in our life. In our struggles, in our trials and tribulations. Don't try and do this on your own. Come on. There's some people that God has entrusted in your life to help you in this time. I had to call his brother. And it took a while. It took some months for me to come out this dark place mentally. Yeah, I smile, hallelujah. But inside, man, had some dark moments. I mean, dark moments. And I had to talk to my wife. Talk to my wife. Talk to my wife. And talk to God. God. God, what, what are you going to do? He said, no, what are you going to do? Yeah. You going to let this go or what? What do you mean let this go? Did you hear what they said? I heard it. I heard it. He heard it. He took it. <laughs> Why not you? What makes you perfect? What makes you complete? <laughs> What makes you the one not to go through to be crucified? <laughs> Who said it ain't for you? <sighs> okay. God, you ain't raised no punks. <laughs> you called me Peter. I got my sword. <laughs> Come on. Why you putting it back on? I don't want you to use that sword. <laughs> let your light so shine in you. Let God's light shine in you that men 
may see him, see God and glorify, not the flesh, not the flesh. And my kids know who I am. I've told them. I ain't got no secrets. So anybody come out saying what they heard about me, they already know. They already know. I was the biggest liar, the biggest thief, the biggest conniver, a bully, whatever. That was me. You might say, well, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was that. You turn around and I had your shoes. <laughs> Probably walking around with them on. <laughs> Change the shoestring. <laughs> Jalen, don't go down that road. Charmaine, don't go down that road. Lying. I, I was that person. Thief, I was that person. <laughs> I told, I told the family, I said, I got a heart for thieves. <laughs> I got a heart for liars. <laughs> I was that person. <laughs> so when I see one, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> and, and there are some things where you've been. And you say, where's that tolerance for you? Each one of us have a tolerance from where God delivered us from. It's not for judgment, but it's to show them if he did it for me, I know he can do it for you. If he can do it for me, I know he can do it for you. Whatever you're going through, if he delivered you from it, he can deliver someone else. Because our life is to testify of his goodness. He, he told Israel to, to write these tablets. He said, put a post down, leave a mark. So when this next generation come through, they know what this means. They know where you've been. Why are we walking around like we clean? Why are we walking around like we ain't never been through nothing? Why? <laughs> Tell the world where you've been. <laughs> they can't put you in hell. <laughs> he didn't set you free, so now I can say it all. <laughs> there is therefore now no condemnation. So there's nothing they can say that's going to cause me to go run. You can't cancel me. I'm sorry. You can't cancel me. I've been delivered. I've been set free. You can't cancel me. I, I, I've already told it. <laughs> Tracy and I said, hey, we going to this marriage? I don't believe in skeletons. Talk to me. I'm going to talk to you. Where you been in your relationships? Let's talk to and we began to, to share where we were in our past. Yeah, some things in the past you ain't proud to talk about. Now that this person who's looking at me like I'm white 
and you begin to talk about it, and it looks dark. <laughs> you need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I know we've had this debate, this Holy Spirit. She said the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> we had to have the Holy Ghost to have the conversation. So that now I'm not looking at her by the flesh because there is no good thing in the flesh. There is no good thing in the flesh. So now I got to look at her through the Holy Spirit and see the Christ in her. Not what he delivered her from. And I can't even bring that up. Well, you said you was like this. What? Did he not free you? Did he not die for those sins? And yours? Mine? Who am I to pluck? What did he say? The, uh, the timber? Out of someone's eyes and there's some in mine? Say that again. A speck. Who am I? There's a log in mine. Who am I? Oh, I'm going to get to this message. <laughs> God did it for me. And I know he can do it for each and every one of us. I know he can. I know he will. And I know he has. He's already done it. But we have to walk in it. And this is what the scripture is talking to us about. Counting it all joy. Let me just get in here. Uh, James chapter 1. And I'm going to do what Bishop did on the last week. James chapter 1. We're going to begin in verse number 4. And we're going to go backwards. I'm giving my tech team a little heads up. <laughs> and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. I'm a word person. I'm a word person. So stick with me. I'm going to start in verse 4. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Endurance is the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Let endurance, the ability to withstand hardship, have its perfect result. Perfect. Make something completely free from faults or defects or as close to such a condition as possible. How many know we're only perfect because of Jesus Christ? Because <laughs> in this flesh, it's evil. It's wicked. Just as soon as I could put this mic down, I'm asking God to forgive me. <laughs> as soon as I put this mic down, forgive me. <laughs> I just had that thought. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see. He he saw it. He he said he know all thoughts are far off. 
He know it before you even say it. God knows. So you think that nobody hears he, God? You know, in my sin, I had great parents. Great father. I was talking to my wife. I said, you know, if I sinned, I was like, oh, my God, my, my dad going to get me. And in this one sin, I'm running down the street, oh, my father going to get me. Oh, my father going to get me. And I just clearly heard the Holy Spirit say, your father? Oh, 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 oh God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. There's nothing reverencing those who are before us and their walk. But no, it's God who can commit you to either door. <laughs> it's only God who can commit you to which either door. I prophesy, oh, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. <laughs> only he can, only he knows the man to say, get out. <laughs> only, only God. Perfect. He said, have its perfect result. Result, a consequence, effect, or outcome of something. So that you may be perfect, lacking nothing. Complete is having all the necessary or appropriate parts. Lacking is not available or in short supply. And nothing is not anything, no one single thing. So listen to those definitions in verse 4. Let endurance, the ability to withstand hardship or adversity have its perfect result. Perfect, free from faults or defects so that you may be perfect. You may be perfect. You may be perfect in Christ Jesus. We are free. We are to be perfect in Christ Jesus. And it starts with the confession of your mouth. Yes, yes. Believing in your heart. Because we're going to get down further in verse 8. Yes. Talking about a double-minded person. Is unstable in some of his ways. He said all. I know what you trade. He didn't say some. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have to know the word of God because the enemy as he went to Eve he didn't say the exact same words <laughs> part of it and that's why we have to, to know and study even words sometimes my wife and I are having a conversation I'm sure she be like, come on, man. I'm like, but did you hear the word you just said? I'm sorry. <laughs> did you hear the word that was just used? We have to use our words correctly. 
because they mean something. And the word of God means something. This word means something to us. Um, I'm going to use Auntie Tracy for us for a minute. If you can come up here. Endurance. We're talking about endurance. Now, this got a little weight. She like, come on, Uncle Pete. <laughs> she like, come on, Uncle Pete. She like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Act like, I mean, work with me, Auntie. <laughs> see, see, I want to work out with her. <laughs> but I didn't hurt through the grapevine. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It hurts. And it hurts. And it hurts. <laughs> yeah. So so with these weights as we're enduring, she said, Come on. Come on, let's rock. Now, as you see, I'm doing this. <laughs> I got a free hand. She got the real weight. <laughs> she got the real weight. We're enduring. Why? Because there's this vision of being complete, spirit, soul, and body. Now, okay, I'm jumping again. Spirit, soul, and body, we are enduring. And she's going to walk me through this, through the pain, through the struggle. Through the breakdown. I don't want to be broken down by Tracy. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I want to come see her. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared because she going to hurt me. <laughs> And, and, and sometimes we believe our trainers are having fun hurting us. <laughs> and, and, and this is where, count it, she's like, oh yeah, yeah. That's going to be her mantra, count it all joy. In the studio, count it all joy. Let's go to James, count it all joy. <laughs> We're going to work this thing out. You got to endure, son. <laughs> you got to endure. But when we look at God, we, oftentimes this flesh is looking at God as being evil or doing something evil to us for the tr trials and the struggles we're going through. He's not. He has your best interest. He wants you to win. Matter of fact, he said you have already won this thing. You've won. He said it's already won. Still need you to walk it out. My son has done it, but you still got to walk this thing out. So as she gave me that weight, And now it's my turn to begin to endure. I got to endure so that I can become perfect. 
lacking nothing. Right? And I can't have this false sense of I'm doing it. No, she said bring that up. All the way up. Ain't no cheating. <laughs> That's not. No, no, no. You got to bring it all the way up. In school, you cannot go to the next grade until you complete the assignment. There's just no passing because you got older. That's some adults who still you think. How you get here? <laughs> How did you get here? How'd you get out? Where you come from? Who was your teacher? So, so she has her signature. What's 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 one of her signatures? I, I'm just y'all stay with me. It's a lifestyle. Water, banana, fruit, fruit. Av avocado. Whew. And my favorite. <laughs> now, now, guess what? This, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> this, this ain't gonna work. She like, bro, you are not gonna become complete. <laughs> so, so even if I offered her this, she's not gonna take it. Even if she took one, this ain't going to work. It's not going to work. In my struggle, I can't struggle doing this and doing this. I can't have all this and then go to this. It ain't going to work. Now the two are fighting. So... Are we causing this fight within ourselves? There's some things that we're doing or not doing that's resisting, that's working against the health. This, this. And, and you say, why are you at the dentist all the time? Well, they said this apple, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, this apple got a lot of sugar, but that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> we have to go back and look at the other things that we're doing. We got to look at the other things, right? Auntie Tracy can't see me, so <laughs> go get in the car and say, I got to have this before I go inside. <laughs> I got to get this in before I go inside or, ooh, I can't wait till I get out of here. <laughs> what are some things that are working against us while we're in the struggle? We're, we're wanting to be fit. We're wanting to be right. 
We're wanting to walk upright, but I'm looking at the wrong movies, listening to the wrong music, watching the wrong things. What I'm taking in comes out. So why are we surprised when somebody cussing? Why are we surprising? Uh, I, I was a Spider-Man. I was a Spider-Man growing up. I was a Spider-Man. Jalen became a Spider-Man. And you walk in this room, everything was Spider-Man. Everything was Spider-Man. Everything was Spider-Man. Matter of fact, he's, he, he's a 20-something and got a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> he come out like this. You're like, boy, <laughs> that don't look like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Spider-Man. <laughs> and at one point, and at one point, he was like, Dad, um, it's it's feel weird in this room. I'm like, bro, look what you on your walls. I mean, everything was spider. He was just all over him. You had to remove it. Remove it. Get it out. It's in your psyche. Even when you're sleeping, you like spiders, spiders. You got to get rid of this stuff. Get this out of here. Now, I have a day with spiders. I did. <laughs> I ain't going to say what I was doing, but I have my day. But you got to get rid of this stuff. And guess what? The Holy Spirit prompts us. Allow the Holy Spirit. Listen to the promptings of the Spirit of God when he say, get rid of it. Yes. Told your children of Israel, get rid of those idols. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. If you don't, you pay the piper. Yeah, and they pay. And guess what? We're paying too when we don't get rid of things in our life that we know are hindering us. Thank you, Auntie Trace. There are things in our life that we're struggling with that we're doing our own self. It has nothing to do with God or the devil. Now we say the devil did it. You ate that pizza and you know you shouldn't eat it. You ate that pork and you knew you shouldn't eat it. Right? Or you watched that show and you knew you shouldn't have watched it and now you're having, you know, terror dreams. Come on. We can't blame the devil for all of this. This is things that we're doing ourselves. James 5. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to you generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Reproach is disgrace or shame. The definition of doubting is to be uncertain about, to be uncertain. 
So five says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to us all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So there's one, and you have to go back and read it because I don't have time to do this. But in 1 Kings, we talk about Solomon, who was a man of wisdom, great wisdom. And there was this prayer, and he asked God how to lead his people. Because I don't know how to do this. He's asking for wisdom. And God responded, because you didn't ask for money, houses, land, the biggest car. I'm going to give this to you. So if you're lacking wisdom, let's ask. Let's start in prayer. It just start with the conversation. And we don't have to be deep. Oh, great Jehovah, our Father. No, 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 no. Start with a conversation. Help me, God, to walk this walk. Help me to be a light in darkness. Teach me, oh God, how to walk in your ways that my children can follow after me. Teach me. It's a conversation. If I don't know how to work, uh, work these weights or how to, you know, um, there, there are different muscle groups that we have. Is that correct? And and oftentimes you're like, I just want this here. And I just say, no, I want, I, what about back here? What about this back here? So we got to ask, well, what do I do to work that out? It's a different mechanism. It's a different uh, working of that muscle to strengthen it. So we got to ask, how do I get this part of my arm stronger? So how do we build the muscle strength in our spiritual walk and wisdom? We have to ask God. We have to ask him. Pray. Pray. Get on your knees or just walking down the street, or while you're driving. He says, pray without ceasing. So when we come to prayer, don't think it's, you know, well, I got to wait till I get home and get next to my bed and get on my knees. Yeah. No, no, no. No, we, we should be praying always. 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 I had a conversation where... Um, Someone was asked to pray, and, and they said, oh, I didn't fast today, so I can't pray. We should always be ready to pray. So if somebody came up to you right now and said, sister, I need prayer for my mother, or something, are you going to say, I can't pray because I didn't fast? Fasting is important. It is. There's a space and a, and a time for it. But prayer is even more important. Always. We saw Jesus praying always to his father. Always. Verse 7. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man unstable in all his ways. Double-minded. The definition is 
wavering in mind, undecided, vacillating. For that man not ought to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. If you have that picture of uh, the horse, we understand the driver on this horse, he has blinders. They call them blinkers or blinders on that horse. And that horse is not turning left or right unless he got pulled by the driver. And as you're looking at those blinders, you can barely see his eyes. This is how we got to be in our walk. It's how we got to be in our walk. Single-minded, not double-minded. Single-minded, not double. Not double. And oftentimes we hear this thing, you got to learn how to multitask. <laughs> That's what the world tell us multitask because they ain't got patience for a single-minded person who has his mind focused no that can wait i gotta do this I, it can wait i gotta do this single-minded people we, we have we don't have patience for them because we're used to just doing everything you, you put the food in the in the microwave and then you go to the stove and you cook it and then you washing dishes it Oh, I left at it. Because <laughs> we everywhere. That's what the world is teaching us. Multitask. Oh, if you can't do all of this at one time, I get somebody else who can do it. And then when, and then when, when your food ain't right, because they got to focus on all of this other stuff, something's getting lost. But back to this horse. That horse is straightforward. Straightforward. And we just marveling this horse. We like, hey, horsey, hey, horse. He don't even see you. <laughs> he don't even see you. Unless you were in front of him. But on the side, he cannot see you. Because of the blinders that is on his eyes. So we have to have the word of God so in us that we're not double-minded. Double-minded is wavering in mind. It talks about the sea going in, coming into the shore, and coming right out. Going in and coming right back out. We don't want to be caught in that. We do not want to be in that system of being double-minded. He says, you can't get anything from God being double. I recall he said, you either hot or you're cold. Because if you double, lukewarm. I mean, how often have we went for cold water and it was hot? And you're like, oh, oh, oh. And because people are around, you can't spit it out. <laughs> It's not what you wanted. Now, I like room temperature water. That's what I'm going for. If it's ice cold, I'm like, oh. oh. That's for me. 
Some people like ice cold water, and if it's hot for them, they don't want it. It's either or. You love me or you hate me. God is drawing the line. He not is. He has drawn the line for us. We can't be on both sides of the political spectrum of, yeah, you pro this and I'm not pro this. Yeah, we like this. No, no. God says he hates sin. Sin is sin. Ain't no big sin. And this is a little sin. Sin is sin. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin, and that's singular, is death. That's what the word says. So we got to be single minded. Single minded. And Romans 12, 2, I'm not sure. If you have this, if you don't, Romans 12 and 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. We talked about perfect, complete, complete. Romans 5. Three and four. Not only that, but rejoice, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Galatians 6 and 9 says, And let us not be grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Okay, Auntie Tracy, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I see Jalen over there. And I didn't see my wife show Charmin, we got to go. Charmin <laughs> said, Charmin said, I'm going somewhere else. I got to build myself up to Tracy. <laughs> she said, I ain't just jumping in the fire like that. Y'all crazy. <laughs> she said, y'all crazy. <laughs> he says, let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season, in due season, you will reap if you do not give up. Come on. Jumping jacks, that running, that walking, going through the pain. If you don't give up, you'll reap in due season. <sighs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is just not bringing us through this to come to the end and be hopeless and have no result. Jalen said, I want that six pack. I'm like, bro. Yeah, it's going to cost you. But you have got to have the right mindset with that six-pack. Because you get that six-pack and you walk around like this, boy, you might fall. <laughs> you might fall. <laughs> you might fall. <laughs> Be careful what you ask, for. <laughs> Your mindset then shifted. <laughs> Pride. We know what happened when pride comes. A great fall. So, yeah, I'm struggling with this six-pack and pride. <laughs> I don't want to fall. 
That six pack, you didn't like want to show it. Yeah. <laughs> Turn to the side now. <laughs> no. I want to be careful. So in our walk, in our walk, let's be reminded. Let's count it all joy. That in the end, you will reap what you have already sown. You'll reap if you faint not. Don't grow weary. Um, if you if you want to go through um, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting at 10, there's a process that we have to have our mind our spirit and our body. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Ephesians 6, 10, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Like I said, he's going to and fro as a lying, roaring, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows, arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all saints. Not just you, for all of us. For all saints. Father, we thank you for this day. <laughs> thank you for your word that you have brought forth today to enlighten the eyes of our understanding. May your word fall on good ground that it will produce a harvest, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, that this seed will rise up, O oh God, and produce more, and produce more. Thank you that your Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that leads and guides us into all truth. Thank you for your comforter. <laughs> that in those moments we, we are down and out based on our struggles that we're going through, through the life journey, through the hits we're facing on our jobs and in our neighborhoods and in our homes. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is there to comfort us and to, to, to remind us of what your word is saying to us. 
It brings life to us. Zoe, life, power. Thank you, Lord. That you said you'll never leave us, nor would you forsake us. And in our weakness, oh God, we acknowledge it. But we know that we're stronger in you. So we draw from your strength this day. And help us to rely on one another. Help us to call on each other. For when we're down, we can call someone and be encouraged and be lifted up. And that even we're able to open your word, oh God, and, and be lifted up even through your word. For it is the pages of life. We know that your word has been God-breathed. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Help us, O oh God, to be light in darkness. Help us to share the testimony that you have brought us through. Help us to share the testimony while we're still in the fire, but not being burnt. <laughs> Hallelujah. For we know gold has to be refined. Ah, gold has to go through a purification process. Hallelujah. So as, as we're being made as gold, as we're being refined by fire, we come out as like pure gold. Hallelujah. So we have to go through the process. Help us turn our conversations around that we're glorifying you we're thanking you that we're shout right now hallelujah <laughs> we don't wait till we come out we shout right now that victory is ours huh let the redeemed of the lord say so hallelujah that you put a new song in us oh god hallelujah Thank you, Lord God, that rejoice, that we rejoice in the Lord always. In all things you said, be thankful. So even in our test, and it hurts God, it hurts God, but thank you that you're with me, God, that your presence is with me. Hallelujah. Be with the bishop as he's on his assignment, oh God. May he be a blessing where he's at, oh God. Order his steps in your word, oh God. Thank you for establishing his, his family, oh God. He and First Lady Cheney, Joshua and Jaira, Chloe. Thank you for establishing the first family, oh God. Thank you for meeting every need, oh God. For you said, my God has supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that there is no lack in them because you've already supplied Thank you for the increase. Hallelujah. And oftentimes when we say increase, we think of money. Thank you for increase in health. Thank you for increasing strength. Thank you for increasing long life. Hallelujah. For a sound mind. Hallelujah. 
for wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We count it all done. Hallelujah. And we say amen. Amen. And amen. Come on, put your hands together as Pastor Cheney comes and let us out. continuing in on counting in all joy in James. So grateful for the way his, his spin on it and how he showed us through uh, uh, props. <laughs> it was really good and, 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 and I'm grateful to God for what he's doing in our lives. And if we really understand what he's doing, he is really making sure that we remain the people that resembles him in the earth. We don't like to hear about struggle. We don't like to hear about suffering. We don't like to hear about that stuff because as he was saying, that stuff hurts. And we can really do without. And that's something I say like, you know, God, I could really do without this. I could really do without. But it's so good to understand that like when you're in a classroom and you have to take a test, you study for the test, it's an open book test and you're feeling really good because all the answers that you need is in the book. And this lifestyle that we lead, all the answers that we need is in the book. And all we have to do is open up the book and say, oh, this is where I'm at. Oh, I need to hide this word in my heart that I might not sin against God. I know I'm going through a struggle, but I need to count it all joy. I need to understand how to, re how to rejoice in the good. I need to understand how to rejoice in the bad. I need to be able to praise God at all times and allow his praises to continually be in my mouth. That's what you get from the book. That's what you get from the open book test. I have never seen a person in school taking an open book test and say, I ain't opening that book. I'ma just go with what I know. I don't care how much I study. I'm still gonna look at, oh, I know this answer is this, but let me go to this book and make sure it's what I, I think it is. Nobody takes an open book test with the book closed. You got all the time in the world what you rushing for? Check the book. Thy word have hid in my heart that I will have the right answers to walk out this life. That I will have the right answers to shine. Shine bright. To shine in the midst of darkness that others may see Jesus. That others may see Jesus. So you, us, online, hey, Puerto Rico, online, we have been given a mandate. And 
then we have to have the word of God to bring it forth. The armor of God. So I'm grateful. That's what I was trying to say. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God. Because we're going to go through life. Life brings whatever. All kinds of stuff. Life brings our people walking in the grocery store and then all kinds of craziness. You go to the grocery store and you run it for your life, but y'all just came to get groceries. But this is life. But I understand that I can count it all joy. I understand that the Holy Ghost that leads and guides me, if I continue to heed his word, will lead, guide me, and cover me. I understand that the Holy Ghost is my advocate. I understand that the Holy Ghost is my counselor. And if I just lend my ear to what the Spirit is saying, I understand that I'm covered. 